I'm going to walk you through the entire CPN process from paying $75 for a 13 year old for CPN. I mean, all the way to applying for a mortgage, the upsells in between, and then finally the huge upsell at the end because CPNs are a scam. But sometimes folks are desperate and they take desperate measures. And when you buy a CPN, your intent is to scam some lender. But you don't realize that you're also being scammed by the CPN seller because they get you very invested in the process and then they get you at the end with this huge upsell because you've invested so much time. Because why would a random nine digit number that can clean your credit for $75 actually work? It makes no sense, but let's walk through the process and you'll actually see how little sense that it makes. Let's get into it. Welcome back to House Rich, the first time home buyer show where we provide you actionable steps in layman terms to buy your first home. If we're just meeting, my name is David. I have a background as a mortgage lender, a mortgage underwriter, and as a realtor. I've also purchased multiple homes, but most importantly, I've helped hundreds of people like you buy homes in real life, not just on TV. Today we're going through the CPN scam. I'm going to give a shout out to Frank McKenna, aka Frank on Fraud, who describes himself as a lifelong fraud fighter for this story. First and foremost, why are the CPN folks doing this? It's just to make money. It's a business. It's a scammy under the radar, dark alley business, but it is a business. CPN sell for about $75 to $2.99, depending on the company. And the company claimed to have sold 250,000 CPN. So if you take the lower end, they made like $19 million off of the scam. And they'll tell you, of course, that it's perfectly legal. Here are the three big lies they'll lay out for you. Number one, they'll talk about the Bank Privacy Act of 1974 because privacy, right? They won't really explain it, but they'll say, hey, just look it up yourself. And then you'll go down a rabbit hole. You won't understand it, but then... You just kind of move on. Hey, maybe they were right. Next, they'll try to tell you, well, celebrities use them to hide their identity. You know, President Obama did that. You know, President Obama gets, gets wrapped into every single thing, uh, whether good or bad, that somebody can promote <laughs> themselves. I don't know if you guys remember, there was like a, a company that ran some ad of President Obama, like in one of those uh, bubble coats and put it in Times Square. And they had to like sue them because you can't just have random people, especially the president at the time, somehow endorsing your product. And then next they'll say, hey, the FBI states they're legal because they just did for some reason that remains unclear. I want you to do this. Google are CPNs legal. The first page of Google will be flooded from financial organizations telling you that they are very, very illegal. And also, like I said, we'll get to the mortgage part in a second. So I'll just actually wait for that in order to break down how it makes no sense for it to be legal to apply for mortgage. So step one, in order to get the CPN, you have to send in your name, address, date of birth, and credit card. Ironically, all stuff that can be used to steal your identity. The CPN company says, hey, they need the location and stuff like that. So you can get a nine digit number that doesn't raise any red flags. Well, if it's not illegal, like what red flags would be raised. Like uh, when you apply for 
a mortgage or something like that, or you apply for a credit. Sometimes with things that pop up, there may be somebody that has like a similar name as yours, and then you just clarify, and then that's it. You don't need to do any black magic before applying for legal credit because unless you're doing something illegal to begin with. Day three, the CPN arrives. This magical nine-digit number that can somehow give you a completely fresh start when it comes to credit. And the CPN company even notes, banks sniff out fraud, so that's why we're very good at making the CPNs appear totally real. Like, what fraud are they sniffing out if CPNs are legal? Well, let's check on that CPN number they gave us and see who it was attached to. Putting it to the social security verification database, it comes back to someone born in California between 2009 and 2010. So potentially a 13 or 14 year old social who may unfortunately be deceased or maybe they just have not started to use credit at this point in life. So now, yes, you are have the opportunity to ruin this child's credit before they even get started in life. Congrats to you on that. Now, the CPN company talks about what you can and cannot use this CPN number for. What you can use it for are auto loans, credit cards, and rent, but you cannot use it for mortgage loans, employment, and government programs. Now, think about those first three versus the last three. What do you think the common link is between those? Well, if you didn't guess it, the latter have a longer qualification process. When you're getting a mortgage, it's typically about 30 days. Employment, I mean, employer is going to do a thorough background check. Same thing for government programs. They want to make sure that you are the person you actually say you are. And you may recall at the beginning of this, I said that we'll walk through the process of applying for a mortgage. We definitely will because the CPN company will tell us how to do that as well. And so the other ones are just typically, you know, day one, you know, you apply and you walk out the door with that car or credit card during that process. So they're a lot quicker. I'm a realtor in Dallas and would love to help you reach your goals of home ownership. So click the link in the description and just schedule a call no matter where you are or your journey. Not in Dallas, no worries. I can help connect you with a vetted realtor in your local jurisdiction as well. And feel free to share with friends, family, and folks. Everyone gets left. Now, Here's how we buff up our profiles that we can use that CPN for even more stuff. What we need to do now is apply for a CPN address because they're like, hey, if the credit companies look at your address and like this person lives in a fancier area, they're more likely to give you more credit. That is not how things work. Like they're not saying, okay, this person put on the application, they make $20,000 a year. They live in a downtown high-rise approved. That, that, that's not a thing. But of course, applying for this CPN address is not free. So it costs $59 for you to apply for the CPN address. And they also want to make sure that your real identity does not get crossed with the CPN identity because you're using your actual home address. But once again, if it's all above board, who cares about that, right? Next, look even more thorough as part of your profile. They're going to make sure you get a prepaid phone so you do not look like a ghost. I'm going to walk you through this process that they lay out in order to get the phone and how to build your profile. So one, 
get the prepaid phone call from either Verizon or AT&T. I called them to register. Then there's a website to go to to register your CPN address that you got as well. Next, you want to go to your local grocery store and sign up for their club card. So you try to build an identity so you're not just a ghost. You're not just you no know, Jack Bauer. You don't really have a background. You're going to get signed up for three magazines, <laughs> Time, National, Inquirer, and Esquire. Once again, you're building a profile. And they're like, okay, this person gets mailed there. They must be a real person. And then go get a hunting and or fishing license. Now that that CPN is kind of baking and getting seasoned, what you want to do now is add an authorized user or primary trait line. Next, you want to go to Kohl's Online and apply for their high interest card. And so the limit to the card should be about $300. Next, you got to wait 30 days to make an actual payment on that Kohl's card because you're actually building your credit profile. And you want to make sure you apply for sites like a uh, with credit for sites like Fingerhut, Capital One, Credit One, Discover, space it out. Don't do it all in one day, every few weeks or once a month. Underlined, don't rush it. Don't overapply. Then, then, then they thought this disclaimer at the very last step. Know the law. We are not responsible for any misuse of your CPN backslash SC. And number. So yeah, here are some steps on breaking the law. But we're not saying to break the law, but here are some steps on how to do it. Just be responsible. Hey, you know, here's the here's the counterfeit money. You know, you can use it for filming a movie, but um here's also some stores hypothetically you could go to to use the counterfeit money. Here's some ways to hold the money so the cashier maybe doesn't notice. Here's some place we can go and buy a stick of gum with a fake hundred dollar bill and they'll give you back real money to kind of wash it. But hey, hypothetically, don't actually do that. Next, we're going to apply for an auto loan. They gave very specific information about which lenders to apply with. And so there was a major lender that they listed to apply with. I'm not going to disclose that as part of this episode. And make sure your income is at least 50 thousand dollars so if you make 30 just put 50 or obviously if you make more than 50 in real life put down 50 i guess that's a a number they found out with this lender that it's a kind of a a good to go point as far as that and also make sure you said you've worked at your employer for at least five years so whether you work there or not whether you actually work with an employer, apparently it doesn't matter either, but just tell them you work there for five years. 50K in five years is the way to go in order to get your scam. I'm going to lay out the steps that they listed as well. So use your correct name, your correct CPN address. Remember the fake address we got before? Your correct date of birth, your correct, it just says nine digit number. So they're not saying use the CPN, but they're also saying don't necessarily put your social. You got to kind of read between the lines there and make sure you put your correct employer's information. So the correct one that you've been at for five years, whether you've been there for five years or not. And most important, use the correct 411 info. Use a, a listed phone number, just a listed phone number, not necessarily the phone number for, well, I guess the real phone number for the person or the employer you don't actually work with. Just use the employer's listed address, employer's phone number. Make sure you list your income the same on every application. So don't be putting 50k for one, 55k for another, 60k. Put the same lie every single time. To quote the great Slim Charles, if it's a lie, we're going to fight 
on that line. So now we're, we're building that profile. Now we've worked our way up to a mortgage. So you get the email. It says go to a, a website they have there for a mortgage. Complete the application, but definitely make sure you do this online. You don't want to be going into a bank and and you got to be face to face with the banker and they're running the information and they're like, why does this CPN not work? So make sure you do it all online because online you can actually be like, oh, it was a typo, right? Or online just get denied and that's really it. They don't really ask the same follow up questions they would ask you in person. And this step we've heard from many sources only to apply for one mortgage today. Today you want to use the link above or any other mortgage application you may want to use. So it's like, you should definitely use the link above that we're saying may be able to um, skate through the cracks or just use another one, but use the one up above that we have highlighted. It says once again, the same thing, make sure you use all the correct information when applying. Now at the very bottom of the email, so like, why are you even doing the step? This is what it says. Initially, as indicated in the ABCs to getting started PDF and credit secrets Bible, at this step, you should get a message which states information on file, not matching or verified. So expect to get denied. This step is only to open up a new credit profile for you. So you're somehow building a backlog or history of applying by getting denied. And honestly, I guess it doesn't really even matter because it's the 13-year-old's social. So they're the one that's going to be getting the, the credit hit that everyone cares so much about, even though credit inquiries do not matter one iota when getting a mortgage. Let's talk about the mortgage in general. So if you look at what's called a 1003, which is the official mortgage application, they have a spot on there for a social security number. In parentheses under that, it will say, hey, if you have a I-10 number, which is a taxpayer identification number, typically for people that do not have a social due to their status in the country, they'll still get an I-10, which they, they pay taxes via that way. Those are the only two things you're allowed to put on that line. So anybody telling you otherwise is just trying to get you jammed up. Also on the 1003, it says any intentional or negligent misrepresentation of information may result in the imposition of civil liabilities on me, including monetary damages if a person suffered any loss because the person relied on any misrepresentation that I've made on this application today and or criminal penalties on me, including but not limited to fines or imprisonment or both under the federal provisions of federal law. Now I'll read you the code because these people like to read codes. 18 USC 1001. So there you go. Whether you typoed or somehow typoed in a completely different CPN or you know you're doing this because you know you're doing this and you know it's a lie. Either way, you're going to get going to jail. What the CPN company is going to say, they'll quote the famous young Jeezy Wayne Jenkins and say, if you get jammed up, don't mention my name. Because they put all throughout the CPN usage booklet to not do X, Y, or Z. Just throwing the hands up. Now you've got declined for that loan. So what do you need to do now? Here comes the big upsell. Now you need some seasoned trade lines in order to make that profile start to pop and maybe be able to apply for a mortgage down the line. Trade lines can cost you thousands 
of dollars. That's the big sale. That's the hook because you're already in at this point. So you start off with $75. You probably get nothing out of it. And then, but you're like, I put all this time and effort into it. So now you buy the $1,000 trade line to attach to the bogus profile. It doesn't matter at all. So congrats. You lost a bunch of money during this transaction. So CPNs are, are fake. They're of no use to you. Maybe there's somebody here and there get away with it. Yes. But to me, the risk is not worth the reward. You're not getting a mortgage out of it. I don't know, you may get a car out of it. I feel like the higher end dealerships are gonna do a more thorough background check than maybe kind of your, your run of the mill or smaller car dealerships. And maybe, I don't know, you got a $15,000 or $20,000 car out of it, congrats. Hopefully you can make the payments and you're still financially responsible in order to make the payments. I feel like no, because you're going through this whole scamming process instead of just um, kind of cleaning up things and you're in as you should. But um, hey, hopefully you learn something. Share this with a friend that's looking to use a CPN so they can see what actually happens in the end game is this big upsell of the credit line. But as always, buy land, rumor has it, they're not making any more of it.